Good morning, party people. So, Caution didn't want to do. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Did you just steal my line right off the bat? I'm sorry. Let's try this again. Carson, take it up. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that's why I did it. Um, this morning, Carson wanted me to do the introduction, so he kind of chickened out and just uh, left me to do it. So I'm the one doing the introductions today. So we have some very, very special guests on the podcast. I'm gonna get Cass right over here, and we also have David over here. So Cass, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself really quickly. Kind of tell tell us what you're about, what you do, and you know why you decided to come here at 6 a.m. in the morning. Okay, um, I'm going into my last year of nursing school, Woo! so I'm gonna be graduating really soon, which means I can actually be making money, well, more money, really soon, which I'm excited about. And yeah, right now I've just been working kind of a minimum wage labor job this summer. So it's been exhausting and I'm really excited to go back to school. But uh, yeah, that's that's me, I guess. Why I'm here at six in the morning? I ran into Doyen at work and he convinced me to wake up at five. Ooh, exactly, yeah, awesome. some really good stuff. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Okay, David, hit me up, hit me up. Why are you here this morning? What are you, what are you about? And you know, just tell us a little bit more about you. So um, I'm David, right? Uh, a fourth year University of Lethbridge student. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so what was the question? Oh, so um, why are you here? You know, what what brought you here? Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, actually, I, I ran into doing at the ball. And, Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Typically how it goes, yeah. And I know he was like, he was like, yo, David, I have this podcast for you to listen to. And I was like, yeah, for sure, send it to me, right? So I what was this was like yesterday evening. I was just I was just scrolling through my contacts and I saw I saw the podcast. I was like, yeah, I'll listen to it. And honestly, I was I was I was really surprised. I was like, wow, this uh, it's a really good it's a yeah. really good start. So I was I was pretty impressed and I, I gave him a call, I just asked him a couple of questions and he was like, Do you wanna join the podcast tomorrow? I was like, yeah, for sure what time? I told him six, six o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I'm here. All right, sweet. So Carson, I'm, I'm gonna let you take it over now. So Carson finally gets us an introduction. All so right. here you go. Mm -hmm. well, I'm gonna say it again, I know you're gonna say it. But... All right. Good morning, party people. All right, so I'm actually really sad that Dorian took that away from me. It's like the only value that I brought to this podcast was yeah. that intro, um, but that's all right. We'll talk about it after. Yeah, after it's okay. it yeah. Close the doors. Close the doors. We'll have a conversation. That won't happen. Right. So part of having um, a couple guests on the podcast here, we're going to go through everything from basic budgeting, kind of looking at uh, different plannings, where they're at in life, using them as a little bit of an example for any other viewers, uh, listeners that are going to be in kind of a similar boat that, okay, you guys are talking about investing, you're talking about savings. What are you actually wanting people to do and to what extent? Because we always hear, oh, you know, put as much away as you can into savings, invest all of it, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, but what are the actual steps that I'm supposed to do for this? Because we've all tried to take like, you know, start off and be like, okay, let me take 10% of what I'm making and save it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, well now I can't pay my bills and like my credit card's going up, but like good thing I have like $100 in a different account or something. And yeah. it's, so we'll go through all that with everybody. Um, so we got you guys all, oh yeah. So what questions do you guys have before we can get started? Maybe some very general, like kind of financial questions or questions about uh, just kind of anything here. Okay, yeah. So, cause I remember listening to the first podcast and uh, I heard doing talking about seven, 
ten percent of your income, right? And you guys did the math, and you guys said, okay, like take for example, you're saving thirty five dollars a month, no, per like per paycheck. That's yeah. that's seventy dollars a month, right? Mm -hmm. So in six months you're saving four twenty, mm -hmm. right? So I was kind of like, I don't know, should I say I I, I don't understand what 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 the point of like saving mm -hmm. saving the money is when when you can invest the money instead. Because right? let's take for example, oh this month my car breaks down, right? Or like my tire goes out, like like you said, mm -hmm. right? I pull out the money I'm saving, right? Then I don't have any savings for that month, mm -hmm. right? The following month I don't know something happens, maybe I don't know. I had to call PMA or something, right? Then my savings for that month is gone. So like, if, if something else should happen that month, then where do I run to kind of thing, right? So I'm like stuck. Mm -hmm. So I just, I just like thought, investing instead of saving, mm -hmm. I don't know, like what do you think about, what do you think about the idea? Absolutely. So I'm gonna answer that right off the bat. So that's one thing that we're going to go into a lot. And part of the reason why I had you guys um, and for our listeners out there, so I had both Cass and David go through and just do a, <clears throat> a basic kind of budget. And we're going to talk about approximately for like rent, how much it is for your phone, uh, how much you're paying for that, subscriptions, gas, car. So you're breaking it all the way down to all of your expenses where we each have a general number for, um, for them. So the purpose of that um, and kind of what we're going to talk about is, you know, a lot of people are in that same boat. They go, okay, why am I saving it? Because everybody says that, you know, the interest rates on savings accounts are crap, right? We all know that, um, you know, it barely sometimes doesn't even reach inflation. Um, but moreover, like, you know, that if you put a hundred dollars in your account and you come back a year later, it's not so, like a thousand dollars or anything like that. It's nothing good. It's $102. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have your bank fees yeah. and all of a sudden you're back down to like 98 or exactly. something. Yeah. 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 So um, I'm going to actually gonna show you guys this chart for our listeners out there. You just have to imagine. So <laughs> you have your income that comes in, right? Yeah. And so what we're going to have you do is you're going to split up 90% of it into your bills. Okay. This right. is going to go, especially for you, um, being that you actually pay rent. <laughs> um, so Cass is in a really fortunate position right now. She's not paying rent. So we'll, we'll kind of, again, talk about that a little bit later. So you have 90% of your income is going to your expenses. Right. But the principle that we want you to start thinking about is paying yourself first. So that's from the richest man in Babylon. We can talk a little bit more about that later. So you're going to go 10% into savings. And you have A and B, you have two different streams here. So your first one is your emergency fund. Right. Ideally, you want to get that up to about three months. And as you talked about saving compared to investing. So when stuff hits the fan, so if you're out and about and all of a sudden you have to drop $700, like I did, what, two months ago on brand new tires, right? If you don't have some kind of fund that's built up, at seven hundred dollars, you're like, shoot, am I saving this till next paycheck? Like, what am I gonna do for this for this money? So the purpose of that emergency fund is you build that up first. That is your financial cushion. So if anything happens where you need to withdraw a decent amount of money, you know, you need a car repair, need new tires, your, I don't know, like you need a new laptop, stuff like that. That comes out of that emergency fund. So you fill that first. And so we're gonna talk about expenses, and then we're gonna talk about how much you need in there. Um, so just kind of jumping back and forth here. So David um, was saying that it's about $500 for rent, about $50 for his phone. You got a better plan than I do. Um, 200 for his car, about $100 in gas, um, eating out maybe 20 bucks. Uh, so this is per month, I'm guessing. Per month. Yeah, right. per month. Okay, so there we go. Um, $20 for eating out, you know, way better than me. Um, other, so $200, that would be like just kind of random expenses here and there. Groceries about 200, entertainment 50. 
for a total for David of about 1320 per month. So remember that number. Now we have Cass. So Cass um, <laughs> lives with her family. She doesn't have to worry about rent. So this is another position that a lot of students, especially if they live um, either with family or in a city where they just haven't moved out of their own home, they're in the same kind of position. So definitely good to go through this too. So no rent, doesn't have to worry about her phone bill, doesn't have to worry about a car payment, gas, you know, about 200 bucks a month. Doesn't have to worry about subscriptions. She's got her Netflix taken care of, I guess. Um, <laughs> I do. <know. laughs> um, eating out, so probably about eighty dollars a month on eating out, shopping, maybe about a hundred. Um, groceries, fifty. So that's kind of like, you know, if, if the food's coming in, maybe she wants something extra. Go grab yeah, exactly. You know, buy five avocados or something. And then about fifty dollars for entertainment. So what Cass is looking at is about $480 per month. So the reason why those two numbers are important is when we go over here to your three month fund, and you want to be between about two to three months. Three months is like, like you're golden, but you know, if you only have two, that's okay. Um, if it's anything less than about two months of your expenses, that's not <laughs> enough. So for Cass in this case, if she has a fund worth 480, so okay, we call it $500 times mm -hmm. three is about $1,500. If you have a bank account with $1,500, you're set. That will that will set you up for as long as you're living at home, that if something happens, say you stop working, you're set up for three months. That gives you a little bit of room. That also gives you enough um, kind of money if you need to, again, buy tires or anything like that. Yeah. That is the first fund you are always going to pay into. Once that is kind of capped out at your three months, your $1,500, then you go into your B stream. So I guess this is really far away. So I don't know if you guys can actually see this. I can, this. yeah. All right, I can see uh, it. Okay, but now I can't see it. So. <laughs> <clears throat> and then you have your investing account. Okay, so from there, so as you talked about the difference between saving and investing, right. if you were to put all of this money that instead of putting into any sort of investment account, if you always just put it into a savings sure. account, right? Mm -hmm. That is not worthwhile. You want your money to be multiplying for you. You want it to be doing work, right? right? You worked hard for that money. If it's not doing its work, you know, it's retiring, not you, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want that. So that 10% savings every paycheck, you're going to put into that investment account, okay? And from there, and we're gonna talk about this in later podcasts and go a little bit more into detail. The very first thing you need to do is, what are you saving up for, okay? So uh, let's, let's jump around here. So do you have any student loans here, David? No. No, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't expecting that. Um, just because like a lot of a lot of people have student loans, um, maybe I'll have to make one up so we have like an example for some of our listeners as well. Um, so, are you planning on buying a house maybe in the next three five years? Is that something that would be on your radar? No. No. Okay. Um, are you looking to you know go travel the world? You know, I'll probably up to school. Yeah. Okay. So do a little bit of traveling. Okay. Um, are you just looking to like kind of increase your net, net worth, worth yes. um, maybe make a little bit of passive income or is that more um, something like down the road? Uh, you mean right now? Yeah, kind of in the next, like I'm On thinking next, about, about three years. Yeah, definitely make more income, definitely. Okay, so net worth and maybe a little bit of traveling money. So how you're going to invest for those two goals compared to a house is very different. So if you're investing for traveling, you're going to want that principle as you grow in one of your funds. Um, you can go a little bit more aggressive with it if it goes up or down and you have to wait a little bit to travel. You know, if you have to wait an additional two months to wait for something to go up to sell it, you're fine. Okay. For your net worth, 
especially considering you're not going after a house in the next three, five years, you can go in a lot more risky investments. You're young, you know, all this money, as soon as it gets into this account, you're not touching it. That's what your emergency fund is for, you're not touching it. So if it drops 10%, if it goes up 30%, you don't go sweet payday, pay it or sell it, don't do that, okay? That is where you hear like the stock market be more of like a gamble. Right. We don't want that, okay? Mm-hmm. Just you go to the business. casino, it's way less <laughs> effort. <laughs> don't gamble, okay? So go for that long term and you go to that lot higher risk. So that's where you can go into more volatile stocks, which would be like a Tesla and stuff like that. That's constantly going up and down in comparison to like a bonds or a treasury bond that is gonna have a way lower yield percent. Right. That's what you do if you're looking to buy a house, say in the next two years after you graduate. Because you don't want, for example, if you have, um, if you save up to say $20,000, so a decent down payment on a, on a house down here in Lethbridge, if you have $20,000, you don't want that to, you say, there's my dream home. I've been looking for it. I found it. I want to buy it. And then find out your portfolio is down 30%. And then say, I can't buy that house because you know it'll be great in a year from now when this stock is up. But right now I have what I want to purchase and I can't do that. So you're going to save your principal and you're going to do it in a lot less risky stocks if you're going for a house. Okay. So the very first thing you can, you're going to do is you're gonna go into your emergency fund. And you need, we're gonna say $1,300. So you need, I'm just gonna double check this so I don't look dumb on the one, two, three, three, four, okay. <laughs> so approximately about $3,900. Mine, just so you know, is about 3,500. That's my number, okay? The next thing that you're gonna do, and both of you guys are gonna do this. So Cass, you're gonna start, and a little bit of the flack too. <laughs> so your expenses are currently 90% of your bills. Um, we're gonna, just with you, David. Right. If the majority of your bills are going towards expenses, the next thing is to reduce those. Reduce the okay? bills, right. So phase two. So pretty much you just want to minimize those expenses. The things that you really don't need, oh, try yeah. to get rid of them. Um, and Dwayne, I don't know if you wanna hop in on here or anything. We'll talk a little bit more about how minimizing your expenses, like what you can actually do for that. Um, but you're minimizing your expenses living at home. Like, Cass, yeah. you're, you got a big check mark over by you. You're good. For right now. For right now. <laughs> I, I thought you said you were going to give us some flack. What happened to that? Oh, hey, hey, she's, hey, she's, hey, she's coming. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't worry. All right. So that's kind of what you want to do in the next uh, three months. Okay. So every paycheck you want to be putting 10% into a savings account. Okay. Until you have now, I wouldn't say that thirty-nine hundred dollars is as much as you need. Okay, four thousand dollars just about in an account is quite a bit of money. Okay. So what I would say is, if you have about thirteen hundred dollars worth of expenses, see if you cut it down to say maybe eleven hundred or something. Okay. Every month, just be a little bit aware of what you're eating. You know, you're not eating out a whole bunch. You know, that's usually where um, people get it. Even over here, Cass is eating out like eighty bucks a month. Okay. <laughs> There's there's some people where it's like, you know, three, four hundred dollars a month is like eating out. Like twice a week you're like, hey, like let's go grab drinks, let's go do this, let's go do that. And that's typically where you can kind of cut it down. Um, you guys have that kind of scraped down, so 
really just give me a lot less to go on here, but <laughs> that's okay. So try to minimize, you know, if you can knock off a hundred dollars, 200 bucks. So join. basically any subscription that you have that you realize, to be honest, I don't need this subscription. I'm not using it at all and cut it out of your life. For example, I don't have Netflix, right? Yes. Oh, go in. Why don't you have Netflix? How are you missing out on the on the world? Yeah, I don't need ne I don't need Netflix. Think about this. Twelve ninety nine a month, right? For the course of twelve months. So if you do the math, right? That's one thirty dollars. Yeah, that's one hundred thirty to one hundred fifty dollars. Gone just like that, right? You could take your mom out on a nice date with one hundred thirty dollars. I won't say you should, right? <laughs> I'm just saying those. Think about it, you have a Netflix subscription, you have an Apple Music subscription, you have a Spotify, Spotify subscription, you have an Amazon subscription, you're paying your monthly Telus bill, that's also a subscription, right? If you do the math, altogether, you're paying around $3,000 to $5,000 on subscriptions alone, right? A year. That's actually true. And it's like, it's like all this money that you have, that you're like, oh wow, I have so much money coming in. It's going right back out, yeah. right? So, so yeah, trying to minimize your expenses as much as possible. And those are the big ones. As you're talking about Dwayne subscriptions, that's all the, where they will get you. Is that gonna be too loud? A, a little bit, yeah. So guys, we opened the window and we realized it was a little bit too loud. So we're gonna close it down just a little bit and continue. Yeah, I'll just carry on just roasting my ass off. No worries. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I guess I could take off my sword, but that's okay. So, now, cats. So I'm gonna write up a little prescription for you just to be able to go over what we talked about. Um, and afterwards we can kind of actually have a sit down and be like, yo, like, or, is this okay to be able to put away 10%? Is that something that's gonna be an issue? What have you. So this is just a very basic kind of budgeting for all of our listeners, you can do the same thing. Again, you're gonna get your expenses. You're gonna write down all of your expenses. And you're gonna have your monthly income. If your expenses exceed your income, you are not going to have money to save. Right. Okay. Um, you don't want that. You want to minimize your expenses down to the point where you can have 10% of what you're earning go straight into that emergency fund. You want about three months built up of that. From that point, then you can start investing it. In that time frame, in that three months, and this is where it's really important for you, you need to spend, <clears throat> and if that's through doing, if that's through your own research, what have you, reading, you know, Rich is a State of Mind that we gave you guys today, um, to be able to start looking at different investments and what's going to work for you. So you have about three months before you have maybe a good collection of money in your savings account there. That's where you can start learning about what kind of portfolio you want. Do you want more of a, an aggressive portfolio because you're not going after a house and stuff? What kind of stocks are you looking at for that? You have some time to start doing some research. Because the very worst thing that you could do is say, perfect, you got all this money, go invest it tomorrow in, in whatever stock you want and see what happens. That's, that's not sound financial advice by any means. Do a little bit of research, spend the time, you can even go into like a TD or a Scotiabank, whatever, sit down with one, one of their advisors, completely free of charge, and say, okay, you know what, I have $3,000, not your emergency fund, but $3,000 that I am ready to invest in, what can I do? They'll probably tell you to set up a direct deposit or direct investment account, uh, which costs about $10 per trade. And you're going to start learning about all those different fees and what's the best way to maximize that. We'll go into that down the road. Okay. But for now, get that emergency fund, build that up, and then you can start investing. Okay. Um, Cass. Your turn. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <All right>. scared. <laughs> um, oh, I guess here's a thing that we didn't even do. Okay, David, what was your monthly income approximately? Uh, approximately, I would say about, I don't know, a month? Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to do the math here. Or per page. Well, I don't know, during mm -hmm. summer, around like, I don't know, 4,000? <laughs> okay, 4,000 a month per, per paycheck. No, no, not for Okay. Um, and of that, David, so we'll be able to go through this afterwards. So this is a huge thing for our listeners. So focus on your expenses. Now, if David's making four thousand dollars, is that after tax or before tax? Uh, um after tax no before tax, sorry. Before tax. Before tax. Okay, so you're probably looking at closer to about I'm guessing about thirty two hundred or something like that after tax okay um so we can you have lots to work with in there right if you were making fourteen hundred dollars and you had eighty dollars to work with in there it's a little bit tighter okay so you're making a good amount of money Cass, what is your monthly income approximately approximately twenty five hundred okay is that before or after tax after after tax okay. yeah so now Cass is in a little bit different of a situation her monthly expenses are about $500, okay? She's making about $2,500, which means she's going to get crap if it's not. She should be having about $2,000 going into her savings account every month. For the first three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, well, I went on vacation, so that, that kind of... Reset flipped. it a little bit. Okay. A lot. A lot of it. A lot yeah. of it. <laughs> it was a two-week vacation on the other side of the world, so... Oh, where'd you go? I went to the Cook Islands. The Cook Islands? Where are the Cook Islands? I've never heard of it. Close to Australia and New Zealand. Oh, okay. We're getting so, a little geography yeah. lesson over here. So she said that with the most, like, you should know this. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. No, it's, it's south of the equator, the same distance of, like, Hawaii to the equator. Oh. So if you were to fold the map yeah. where the equator line is, so Hawaii and the Cook things. Islands would touch. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's very, very small. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Okay, so um, other than traveling, <laughs> so you're going to have $2,000 coming in a month, okay? After your expenses are paid. Hypothetically, yes. <laughs> are you going to be working throughout the school year? A little, yeah, part time. Okay, so at least for the summer, so I'm going to say for the next, what, paycheck and a half approximately, before school starts again, how many, what day are we at? So probably about one paycheck. <laughs> yep. Okay, yep. so two thousand dollars. You know what? That works though, because remember we said about fifteen hundred dollars is kind of what you're looking for for your monthly, uh, or for your emergency fund. Sorry. So if you can put two thousand dollars away and you can keep fifteen hundred of it just in like a savings account, okay, that additional five hundred dollars you can start to do a lot more of the looking into the investing and we can have a sit down afterwards. We can kind of go through what those different kind of goals are. So are you looking to buy a house in the next three to five years? We're not sure. I'm not sure. It's probably something that's like in the back of my mind, just because I'm finishing school soon. And if I go back to Calgary, I don't want to live back at home. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, my brother just moved back home. He finished school. So it's going to be like being back in high school all over again with my brother and I back at the same time. Okay. So I'm probably going to want to get out of that as fast as I can, as much as I love my family. <laughs> okay. Are you going to, or at least your immediate plan, once you graduate, are you going back to Calgary? I'm going wherever I find work. Okay. So yeah. that kind of gives us a little bit more to work from. So Lethbridge is cheap. 
like yeah. dirt cheap compared to Calgary, okay? Oh yeah. Um, a couple friends of mine, they just purchased a house. It was like 100, just shy of $160,000. It's like a, now this was outside of Lethbridge about half an hour. Um, for what, four bedroom, huge backyard, the whole thing for like a hundred and like pretty much $60,000, okay? In Calgary, for $160,000, you're getting like a square foot, a single yeah. square foot of land. Yeah. Um, so especially going back to Calgary, if that is kind of your plan to move out, I would even increase that like $1,500 up to closer to that like 3,000. And the reason being is, especially throughout the school year, um, once you move out, and you know, Dwayne and I got to experience this, every time that you move homes um, and you move out on your own, you are gonna have to buy the most random things that you've never thought about. Oh yeah. Toilet paper, okay? <laughs> um, is not a cheap thing. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper shaker. Yeah. Um, you know, the little fancy uh, soap dispensers Dispenser. and stuff for each of the bathrooms. Um, like little window covers and stuff. Like you have no idea, like just the most random things. Yeah. Okay. Um, but especially moving out, if you are going from $480 a month and you're going back to Calgary, like, and moving out, moving with some roommates, please. I hate when people are like, oh, I'm going to move out completely on my own. And they're paying like 11 to like $1,300 a month to like live in like a decent size one bedroom, maybe a two bedroom. So they're like, oh, my friend come over and it's, don't do it. Just yeah. roommate with people. Okay. Um, so next thing. So yeah, make sure that you have that emergency fund. After that, if you're working part time, are you taking out any student loans? I took out one. Yeah, I'm gonna go into student loans this year. Okay, so you have one previous year and then this year. What? Just one semester. Okay. So. Yeah, that's that's yeah. yeah, you guys are doing doing good. But here's the thing, you know, you guys are also doing good. Um, you're paying attention to your finances. You're trying to learn more. That's one of the first steps and one of the biggest steps that a lot of people don't even try to do. They're like, um, I'll worry about that down the road. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, but nobody else is worrying about it for you. Uh, maybe your parents will say like, hey, save some money. And you're like, oh, screw that, mom. I'm going to go buy an Xbox or something. Okay. <laughs> um, so once you have a little bit of money in that account, if you're possibly looking at a house, you're looking at these other things, Go for probably a lower risk. Um, again, we'll go into that a little bit more. The biggest thing for you, especially going from no bills to a lot of bills, is you wanna make sure that when you decide on whatever house, to say, okay, it's gonna be 600 bucks a month for rent, 700, whatever. And you're gonna budget out from there. Okay, what are the other expenses that I have? And what am I making? You know, it doesn't matter if you move out to Saskatchewan because I know they're looking for nurses and stuff. So we'll see where you end up. I did think about that actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, a little bit cheaper out there. Um, but to be able to say, okay, this is my budget. And it's so important to start with that. A lot of people move into a new house and they just add it on. Okay. And then they go, okay, I'm here and I need to reduce it down to here. It's way harder to get rid of things in your life that you've already gotten used to. As, as opposed to going into a house and saying, this is my budget per month, maybe give myself another little bit, and whatever that remainder is, needs to go into savings. So for you especially, like 10%, you're in phase two, you're going greater than 10%, um, needs to be put away, especially, especially if you're moving out. So for this house, for example, we had to have, what was it, a, um, one month's rent for the first, uh, for a security deposit. Yeah. So that was like five, four, Anyway, 
Good call, good call. Um, so we had to do our security deposit. And then we have first month's rent, okay? So when we first moved out, that was just a lot of expenses right off the bat that we needed to worry about, mm -hmm. okay? In comparison to if you're um, if you're moving into where, anywhere, you're gonna have to have that little bit of extra cash right off the bat, plus buying pots and pans and everything that we talked about, right? So that's going to be where that savings come in, um, the emergency fund, especially for this school year, I don't know, maybe your car, breaks down, you buy some tires off a of doyen, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, we have so many tires in this house, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so we can go through this a little bit more. Um, afterwards, I just wanted to kind of give a basic breakdown. Um, what questions do you guys have now? Because I've just been rambling for like... 30 minutes. Hey, but it's 20, been good, 27 minutes. It's been good rambles. I've been enjoying the rambles, so yeah. yeah. Any questions, guys? Uh, Hit me with as many questions as you have, because if you have a question, so does 55 other people. I brought him some questions. Okay, I kind of have one. So my dad always told me about like TFSAs and stuff. Mm. So I guess just kind of breaking down that and like GIC and you know, there's all, you go on the banking app and you can look at all these different things. But I guess like, I, I only know of TFSAs, okay. but other than that, I have no idea what I'm looking at. Absolutely. So, so is it okay if I add? I just add something mm -hmm. to it. Okay, because I, I also heard of like TFSAs, so I, I heard of IRPs, mm -hmm. right? So I don't, I don't really know like which, which, which of the both of them is like I don't know, like, better, should I say, or mm -hmm. more beneficial? Yeah. Or it's, it's. I love. I personally love TFSAs, but Carson will tell you why in like 10 seconds because you know with TFSAs you can get away with so much and pay so less on fees and everything else but question how old are you guys um 21 21 turning 21 this month oh happy birthday thank you <laughs> okay so So you guys are 21 and Cass is just turning 20, right? No, nope, turning 21. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, that's a story. So Cass is turning 21 and she's older than I thought. You know, guys, she, she looks she looks very young. So actually, no, that, that, this is going down in the hill. So never mind. Never mind. So one of the things that I love about you guys already is the fact that you're already trying to learn and you're trying to live below your means. And that's the biggest, biggest thing that you can do. How, because a lot of people, especially in our society, 70% of Americans are in debt, right? Meaning I'm getting $100 coming in each month and going out of my pocket is $120. Mathematically, it doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. right? How am I spending more than I make, right? right? And then it's so much easy. It's a lot easier to spend money that I don't have, yeah. right? Like, let's say I have a credit card, right? Swiping is the, <laughs> is the best thing ever. Or tapping. Like, or, oh, or tapping, right? Yeah. yeah. And then four months later, you're like, wow, this has been a great four months. I love credit cards. And the bank dings you, ding, ding. <laughs> you owe $2,500. And you're like, $2,500? All right, I can pay that off. Twelve months later, you're still trying to pay off that twenty-five hundred dollars. interest. Exactly right. So the interest keeps stacking up, right? And so you're trying to pay that off while they're charging you more. So keep just 
let's just sink it, right? So let's say I, I continued spending, right? So now I'm trying to pay them back, but yet they're adding more fees onto that. So now two, two and a half years later, I'm like, that was the dumbest mistake I've made. Right. Because that four months of spending, that four months of fun I had cost me two years of investments, two years of my life, right? I owe, I owe, so off to work I go, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly, so I'm gonna let Carson continue to take it off and explain TFSAs and RRSPs, but that's just a quick insert that I, I would just love to put in for you guys. I don't know how much you guys know about TFSAs, but every year um, after 18, once you turn 18, there's a dollar value that that account is able to, like a maximum limit, okay? Right. And it extends all the way up. Um, I don't know if it actually stops at like 60 or 65 or if it does just like carry on until you're dead. Um, <laughs> but when you turn 18, um, so each year uh, can be a little bit different, but it's usually between about $5,000 to about $5,500. So at 18, that account can max out at $5,000. Okay, that's what you can put in. Any um, growth on top of that, that's fine, but that's as much as you can put in. Okay. Like a month? Uh, no, that's per year. Oh, per year, okay. Yeah. Um, and then at 19, um, at least for, now you guys will be a little bit uh, younger, so I think it might be 55 for each of these, but that's okay. Um, so 5,000, then 55, 55, 55. Okay, so when you turn 21 years old, you have a total of about $21,500 worth of room in your TFSA. Okay, now, I'm guessing you guys don't have $21,500 to max out your TFSA. That is something down the road, that especially when you guys start making, you know, what do they call it? A real income. <laughs> um, that you wanna max out first. You wanna max out your TFSA every year, that five to $5,500, especially when you're working full time, that needs to be maxed out every single year. That is the very first thing that you're going to do. You can use this account for investing out of, um, and then any kind of capital gains and stuff on that, you're not paying tax on. Oh, I see some notes. I'm going to write notes. <laughs> um, so as for that $2,500 max, okay, in that range, you're going to have, um, you can have your emergency fund of, let's say, $3,000, $3,500, you know, $2,500, $2,000. You have that. Anything in addition to that, that's where you can start pulling that out of your TFSA to invest or from your TFSA, depending on actually. So you can like go into your bank and use your TFSA and your investing out of that. Um, so you don't need another additional account. Right. Um, so, what? Oh, I was just letting you know we got eight minutes to seven o'clock. That's all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, we're we're actually wrapping up here really quick. So, um, TFSA, excellent question. You need to open that up. That is going to be um, where you want to be putting those those savings and stuff, especially for a longer period of time. Don't just have them in your TD like savings account. Have that as your, you know, income comes in, you have expenses being drawn out of there because if you have that, plus uh, say in that account every month you get say $2,500, um, plus you have, you know, your emergency fund in there, plus you have some investing funds in there. It's really hard to distinguish what money is for what. And all of a sudden you go, so my uh, expenses kind of dipped into my emergency fund, dipped into this, and all of a sudden you're cutting away at it. Or you go, wow, I have so much money in my account. Yeah, we can go out for wings. Yeah, we can go out for this and we can go out for this. But you don't. That's money that you don't touch unless, again, it's an emergency, okay? So open your TFSA, start putting your money into that. 
again, you can still have that on your bank, um, your banking app, but then it's not right in that main account that you have all your money coming in and going out of. Pay yourself first, put that 10% away, um, be like the richest man in Babylon. Great book, you guys should really read it. It's a really quick read, fantastic, after Rich is a State of Mind. Get a list. Good. Um, now you were asking about, um, what do you say, an IR, IRP? IRP? Um, actually not as familiar with that account. So that's that's one that I actually haven't heard of um, in a while. I remember my dad talking about um, kind of a few different accounts. The biggest one is your TFSA. So that's the very first thing. So maybe I'll ask you a couple more questions about it afterwards. Um, I know then you also have like your what, direct investment account um, that we were talking about. So when you are ready to invest, but every stock that you buy, there's a 999 charge. So in order to minimize that, you want to be investing no less than about $500 intervals into stocks. Okay. So again, that can come out of your TFSA. That's kind of the first place to start. And then you can start with like your RRSP, um, which is for your retirement fund. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk just one minute about my dad real quick. So he's a financial advisor. Um, he started saving for his retirement when he was 13 years old. He is not a normal person that way. He is very, very much like, if you make $100, you should be putting away $90. Like he is, <laughs> he is the most like conservative of conservative when it comes to um, saving money. Um, and I don't fully agree with that. I think that is the extreme. And I think, you know, as great as it, as it is to say, you know what, I'm saving 50, 60% of my income. That's amazing. But if that means that you're living in a way that like you are not allowing yourself to go and do anything that you enjoy you're not having fun in life but you're like great my bank account's growing but all my friends are going out to the park but i'm not spending the 30 cents on gas to get there that's not the way to live um life is about balance but it's very important to get your ducks in a row your financial ducks in a row before you go and uh start just impulse buying everything. You need to have a good balance in life. And so that's where- And trust 10 years from now, when you have that money turn into millions, yeah. you can impulse buy as much as you as want. As you want right. And that money will still be making you money. So imagine this, right? I go to this, I, I go shopping, I spend $200 and I look, huh, my investment <laughs> made me 500 today, right? You're in a surplus of 300 already, right? And you haven't done anything today. So yeah. So, Quick note to add in there. And we got a minute and 30 seconds remaining. Carson's writing something down. Just doing up a little prescription over here. My friends, uh, there's like a running joke. They call me CTMD, Carson Turner, <laughs> medical doctor. Uh, kind of funny, but that, so I'm writing up a prescription. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> funnier for me than for everybody else. But, yeah. um, what other questions? Any other kind of rapid fire off the top of your Oh, this is just um, for later. But, um, no, I think that was like my biggest question. I guess I'll probably think of some more later on and I'll probably just ask you later. Mm -hmm. And we can always come back to the studio anytime. We're awake and Absolutely. in here at 6 a.m. in the morning. So uh, anyone who needs advice, needs anything, just hit us up, come to the studio and we'll get you set up and we'll give you a nice prescription. Oh, from CTMD himself. Mm. And I guess we should also, um, just caveat, you know, we are not certified financial advisors. Oh, we do need that disclaimer on here. We are not. But, <laughs> but the basics of investing as well as budgeting and uh, kind of of that sort is not 
a difficult concept to go through, but it is something that is very important that a lot of people do not understand. And a basic budget is going to be the first and foremost thing that you need to worry about from your budget. If you don't have a budget, you don't have any sort of cap working to protect whatever income you have. It's just going to go out. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's going to go out. Okay. Um, so you start with your budget, you kind of build from there, you go to that emergency fund. And that is why, you know, I'm specifically saying, okay, once you have that emergency fund, once you start gaining that money for your investments, that's where you can continue to do additional research, go into TV, talk to them to say, okay, I now am in a position where I can invest $500 and I'm not going to need that in two weeks because my car broke down because then you're selling stocks. Maybe when you don't want to, you're just, that's not the way that you want to do it. Anyway, so thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, and thanks for uh, having us. Yeah. <laughs>